Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League has been mega delayed into early 2024. Tony Sadowski. That final Kevin Conroy performance must have needed a lot of punch-ups. Joe Foreman. I'm starting to think Rocksteady is an Amanda Waller op and this entire staff is wearing her murder collars. More like Task Force blech. I'm Joe Haygood and this is episode 483. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Press start in three, two, one. This week in questionable pop culture, a new Star Wars trilogy is on the way. When isn't a new Star Wars trilogy on the way? Oh, finally. All those, I was going to say, all of the Star Wars saga is Right, Over, we're done. We moved on. Unquote. This is going to be new, exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's what we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Ray will return. What? Because the connecting thread between the old and the new. Okay, so, oh, so the Palpatine saga begins. So that means it is still Skywalker saga, unless she yes. dies inside of like the first eight minutes. <laughs> right. Which would be pretty bold. Oof. If the only no. way she took this role was like a Harrison Ford, yeah, I'll do it, but you got to kill me right away. No, I bet you she's in She's in for all of it. Yeah, well, then she's guess like what? It's movies. still Skywalker Saga, then. Guess what? Yeah. You include a Skywalker, <laughs> it's Skywalker Saga. I mean, there's no way around it. How- unless, she, unless she files for a name change at some point in the middle of it, and she's like, you know, there is no I'm way feeling the Skywalker. It. Episodes 10, 11, and 12 are just Skywalker Saga addendum. I want to be John Bond. What are the odds this, this actually happens? Forward. Pretty low, right? Uh, well, you know, it's we're still low. waiting for that Rian Johnson trilogy. Remember that when that got announced after he was going to do Star Wars eight and then no one liked that one. And then like, we haven't heard anything about that. And then, thing the, then, then then everybody realized that eight was actually good and nine was worse. Yeah. Then, then it was like, it, it, as with anything, it's like, oh, now, now we like eight and it's like, we don't like nine. Oh, it's terrible. We kind of have to wait a little bit here before they actually make this movie because like, Everybody hated the prequels when they first came out, but now everybody loves them because the the group of people that were eight when those movies came out are now old enough that they can... They, they are of bad movie defending age. They can take over the the uh, the conversation. So we really need to wait for the uh, seven, eight, nine, eight-year-old crowd uh, to uh, come of, 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 of pundit age, and then, then we'll do it. Those kids are going to want a Grogu trilogy, so there you go. <laughs> no, yeah, still, they've already moved on. I think there's still a couple uh, a couple years to go on, on those, too. But, but yeah. I, I mean, unless they I mean, kill Grogu, they can put that little, that little turd in any movie they want. Sure can. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. We know Grogu isn't around when, when 7, 8, and 9 came around because we haven't seen him in any of those unless he was hiding off in some corner of the universe and it's like, nah, no, I don't feel like it. Yeah, There's nothing that says he's not around for that. So I'm, I'm, they, they, can, they can pop in, in in 10, 11, and 12. He can be teen and surly. I mean, it, it'll, <laughs> it'll be like teen Groot jokes all over again. Oh, uh, that's what we want. And boy, that was funny. That'll be funny again. Also, uh, remember HBO Max? No. Nope. That didn't happen. Well, you shouldn't because it's no longer going to be HBO Max. <laughs> it's just going to be Max. That's so dumb. Stupid. That's so dumb. Take the part of the name that matters and just ditch that. <laughs> it's so stupid. Maybe HBO objected to that. They're like, no, we have good taste. We don't want to be associated what, with this. What, what, what a <laughs> disaster that Discovery that is buyout has just been. just an absolute 
train wreck. Just terrible. It, Awful. It, 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 is, it, it is basically should be taught in business school of what not to do when you buy a company. And it, and it doesn't matter to, the, to those guys. They're going to make their millions. They're going to buy their right. yachts. And then they're going to bail. And that'll be it. And then the next We're just in this terrible age of like super rich douchebags ruining it, everything it, all the time. It's, it's just so weird because it's like it just seems like they bought this with no plan. No, just just, just get no, rich. I mean, everything is just More like money. so off the cuff. It's like their plan. Know, their plan to... was to favor Discovery. That was the plan. Their plan was to, to just absorb HBO and eliminate it. But where is? But the thing if, is, if they could rebrand this whole thing as just like Discovery Elite, they would. Like, <laughs> well, they they did that though. They did Discovery Plus, and no one subscribed this, to this, it. This this other junk doesn't matter <laughs> to them. That, that's the problem. Discovery Plus didn't sell. So, no, I don't think if you put Discovery Plus out there, it works. But yeah, HBO, yeah, you I put, think, put sells. This, yeah, you'd think. You'd think. But no, that's the brand they're trying to kill. I think really what it is, they found out that all the Cinemax content was doing better than the HBO content. And it's Cinemax coming to the front and center. Where's my new season of Warrior? Speaking of <laughs> Cinemax shows, that was announced know, really. a while ago, too, that they were going to do a new that, season. I, so I want bet it's not season. happening. Yeah, I so want the third season of that show, and I don't think it's ever yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I was so excited when they said, oh, some yeah, we're doing these that. Some of single-handedly, but... some of the best martial arts that have ever been put on screen, and it's like, nah, we, we're not going to do that. David Zaslav said, nope, we're out of that one. And, nope. and did you see that the the new price tiers, they've put 4K in, in a higher tier now? So you have to pay yes. an extra like $4 a month if you want to watch stuff in 4K. I mean, guess what? I can watch I stuff in 4K right now on HBO Max. I guess in another month I won't be able to. Not anymore. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. <laughs> Netflix hasn't convinced me yet to pay the extra money for the 4K on their plan. It, it's I'll nice just... if you just have it, but I'm certainly yeah. not going to pay extra for it. I'll yeah, just shades keep... of Twitter blue. See, they're all doing the same thing. It's going to be a question if I even keep HBO. Max, because if, you know, the main reason that I have had it is because all of the DC comic shows all shifted over there after the, yeah. the after the DC service imploded. Right. And right. guess what all just isn't making new episodes anymore? All my DC shows. Well, and, and, and the other thing was, and I don't know if any of you noticed this, like recently they've been removing some of their own content to distribute on other services, like shows. Like, yeah, that's wild. Like True Blood is is going to not be available. One of the or one of the you know, it's an HBO show. It's like eh, we're selling, we're gonna we're gonna license the rights out to another service. And it's like that's what I, I mean, man. Up, They're trying I to murder up for the, HBO to get HBO. They are content. murdering the HBO brand because they can make money selling The Sopranos to like ABC. Yeah, well, trust me, if they keep dropping more and more HBO content, then guess what? Joe doesn't need HBO. I know. For much I absolutely longer. do not. Absolutely. Do I not. subscribe to HBO Max for the HBO content. All right. So I've got a, I've got a serious question for the room. Go okay. for it. Uh, has sure. anybody actually like read or watched an official game preview lately like a new video game that's been, the press has been allowed to preview they get to play like 20 minutes of level one and then and then write about it anybody like, i have not recently right? no. well right? i, I can you? say that no. and this is just because this is recent and has been controversial online i read and watched some of the ign redfall preview <laughs> Okay. Which I don't know if this is where this serious question is coming well, from. What, or... what, what's making me think about this is because, against my better judgment, I did I did watch one um, earlier this week. Um, 
and I, w- I won't say who it was because I don't want to, you know, drag some poor guy's writing. All right, fine, I'll say it. It was it was the preview a preview video for that um, Disney uh, World of Illusion, Planet of Illusion, Ill- oh, yeah, Illusion yeah. Fighters, whatever the god's name it's called. Which <laughs> that game looks looks bad. Like every 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 video of that game, the characters are like three millimeters tall. Like how, how yeah, are, they're real tiny. How are you going to sell me on a big Disney game and talking about your animation when I can't even see your dang animation? Like I get it, you're doing a four player platformer. You need to have a lot of space for people to bounce around, but no, this this is <laughs> this looks this looks bad. Um, I'm reading it, I'm watching it, and it was. This could have been for Rayman Legends 10, 15 years ago. Like, it's all the same stuff. It's all the same language. It's, I found this delightful. And, oh, this part here, maybe they'll work on a little more. Oh, the jumping feels really responsive. Like, it's the same... What are they going to say? It, well, his, well, and the thing is that, like, because nobody sticks around in this job long enough, there's no. always a new crop of goofs showing up who just write the same thing. Yeah, they're all again very and basic, again and again. very green. Like, no no one with any nuance is going to stay in that job for long. Yeah. I, I think the other thing is, is like, you know, as someone that had to write 10 years worth of previews from EA or, or from, from E3 and whatnot, it's like, you're always kind of repeating the same shtick because you're always trying to speak nice and flowing and give praise to a game, whether it's good or bad, because you're not seeing the final thing. And the whole point you're there is like to give like, hey, this is what we saw, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, it, blah. It, And it's just and, absurd how little the needle has moved where yeah. I could take this four-player platformer game and it could, it could be about that Rayman game that came out forever ago because it's sure. the same exact language same exact thing and you know what sucks is that this is why we keep having these these talks about ai generated articles i've because yeah, look i was gonna say they don't even need <laughs> kids to do this anymore no, right this is why everybody all the uh all the executives in the c-suite are so excited about having ai generate stuff because yeah. nobody can write anything that's worth reading anyway just feed that press release right on in there uh. and say turn this into a preview yeah ju- just 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 awful which is really disappointing because <laughs> you know i come to this to try you know to you know, to learn something about a game and no, i get you you're just that when i it's on my radar anything. a bit because you know disney and platformers and stuff i get play with right? the kids family but like, multiplayer i'm sure it's fine sure, but i'm there but it's yeah. the same exact review same exact language same exact thing you don't learn anything and yeah just well, that's why yeah. I think that's why I stopped reading them. Yeah, no, yeah. If I felt like I was going to get a trusted report from someone, I'd be reading them. You, you get well, to a certain age and you realize you've seen all this before, and it's just I know, not and worth that's like you, nobody the with any actual skill is going to be doing that yeah. very long. You, you just, it's just not worth it. It's not worth reading. It's not. It's not worth reading the reviews. It's not worth reading nope. the previews. Nope. Like nope, 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 nope. None of it. The developer diary stuff. All the other crap. <laughs> right, no, none of that. None of it. None of that. This is why the only thing it's interesting is when there's some kind of scandal that breaks or when they do one of those stories, and I hate these stories, where um, some some writer realizes that like three people on the internet have made the same joke about something and then they then they craft a piece that says, the, the internet's in love with the bucket hat guy from the Legend right, of Zelda right, trailer. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like four people posted about it and everybody else had a good laugh and now now it's just grist for the content mill. It's just like that's the only different thing that's going on these days. Just 
reaction to reactions. It's tough, and it sucks because there is a way to write about games with some nuance and some actual passion for the thing. It's just, I don't know. I don't think it's terribly actively encouraged. It's not so. It's certainly not rewarded, and the bulk of what you see and read is just kind of blah. Yeah. And I, to your point, like, I check out of it because I, I just I know I'm not going to learn anything useful. I, the only way I'm going to learn anything out of this game is like playing. Yeah. It, and you, you, and you, me- you mentioned there's no reward. I mean, there's actually a punishment because if you dare to say anything that's, right. that's slightly against. Say, yeah, I played the first 15 minutes of the upcoming Disney game and boy, looks like a stinker. I sure hope they fix it. It was real bad, guys, yeah. and it's real broken. And like the, everybody will start screaming at you. Oh, the dunk and, fest will begin, you'll, and you'll well, be right, yeah. but it won't well, matter. You're gonna get swatted. You're gonna get. Um, you're gonna get harassed. You're gonna. It's just right. not even. The hate worth force it. comes for you. Like it's the, you aren't rewarded. You aren't rewarded for quality journalism or good work or good writing. Any of it doesn't matter. But at the same time, like you said. The whole point of a previous, I'm trying to write glowing. You're trying to write about something in the best positive nature because it is a preview. It's like, okay, you're what? hoping they'll work out these bugs. I never was. That... No, no. I mean, that's. You're supposed to honestly I... assess what you've been yeah, you're you're looking supposed at. to tell people your actual input yeah, on the but you're thing. Always trying what to... was good? What was bad? No, what they should look I for? I always tried to look at trying to find the positive in there. Sure, nah, you could say, hey, this nah. is kind of, I'm not You don't know this, anybody like this, that. But... You own the truth. No, but I'm saying you're trying to find the positives, at least at some point. I wasn't. (laughs) Fair enough. If there were positives, I would say so. And I did. It's just, again, it's just wild that, like, we got to have this writing like, oh, the jumping feels so natural. And I was really entertained by the idle animations. Like, Jesus. I I, I mean, all of, I think anything that I had written for the GGS days was swallowed into the abyss. But, like, whatever it was, was, was very very honest at the time and and if if i were if i was writing up a preview of a of a game and i truly was scraping the bottom of the barrel to find anything positive to say about it i guarantee you that's what my article would have been i would have made fun of the fact that i was having such a bad time that i struggled to find even one positive thing to say about it and just riffed on my own misfortune for a little bit that would have been how i made it interesting for myself because i would have been bored writing it on a bad game i tried to make them fun <laughs> a lot of it is very similar to how even though it's the year 2023 every new journalism on air reporting college student graduate talks the same way as soon as they get in front of a camera they all do that reporter voice, even though they were all yeah. just born only 18 years ago. Like, it's where do they learn true. this stuff? How do they learn to talk that way? And it's it's ridiculous. They don't talk naturally, and it's a lot like that, where they these new fresh writers come in and write how they think the thing should be written because it's what they you know grew up yeah. with years ago. But it's just just so disappointing. The older that you get, you realize. It's not changing. It's the same. You've seen it all before. There's no reason to, to click on any of this stuff. I've been saying about AI recently that if you feel compelled to use AI to write it, just don't bother. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No one needs that copy. No one cares. It's useless. You're adding nothing. Just don't do it. Don't bother. It's just it's just filling up uh, internet space so they can put advertising and, and banner ads on With it. more regurgitated internet. There's yeah. nothing there. There's no substance. I was trying to see if I could find, uh, I was going through my portfolio folder here of all the stuff that I've written over the years. And I did, I did find a preview. I was just trying to find something that I could read 
that would that would punch up like. Well, what you want to uh, do is you want to find a preview and, then, and and take out all the proper nouns and then have us guess what game you're talking about. That's that's really <laughs> right, the make trick. it a mad lib. Let's see. Okay. Well, okay, wait, let's you see know, if hold, I can hold, do this. hold this for a future show because that could actually okay. actually be that's really funny. That's great comedy. Yeah, I love that. Because <laughs> I I have I I literally have copies of everything I've written from going back to like 2007. Like just Very a couple just a couple me. paragraphs. Let's do this in the future. Just a couple paragraphs. No proper okay. nouns. Maybe a general. Oh, that'd be fun. E- era or a year and we just try to guess what game you were talking about and we'll probably have to roll through like seven different titles before we'd land on it brilliant (laughs) all right yeah i got plenty of them and these are old ones so it'll take some thinking to figure it out yeah a lot of them are unfortunately probably so obscure that we won't even land on it but we'll be able to no we'll be able to name seven other ones that were not as obscure that it will totally apply to (laughs) no these were big games they were we're gonna gonna roast you dude (laughs) <laughs> that's all right i'll take it <laughs> i'm playing the hobbit for gamecube okay uh let's give away a game shall we that's a great idea best one i've heard all episode <laughs> let's give away in the spirit of uh being upset with journalism the amazing american circus Oh, I'm glad it's not the European satire. circus. It's the American circus. This is this is uh, this is a, <laughs> a code for a game on Steam, and the Amazing American Circus, if I remember correctly, is actually like a little deck builder um, uh, uh, game, which you, which I actually I don't think I've actually played it, although I know I own it, and you think that that would be the kind of thing I would play. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. So if you catch this code in and think it's awesome, tell me that I should play it and make sure I don't continue to overlook it. The Amazing, amazing. American Circus. On Steam, 4-D-R-Q-0-B-H-4-Y-5-H-T-K-I-E. It's amazing. It's American. We hope. It's the circus. It's a circus. It's free. (laughs) And it's free. And now we come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance (laughs) to throw some love, throw some shade at something they want to talk about. I will start with dental work. Lisa needs braces. (laughs) Dental plan. So much dental. I have had so much dental work, uh, and it just keeps going sideways. Uh, I literally was eating a sandwich today, and my temporary crown fell out in the middle of eating a sandwich. So I have to go in on Monday and say, could you please put this on until my my regular crown is ready to be put on? Dropped your crown, King. So dental work. It sucks. Tony? I'm going to go with uh, Mario this week. Oh, um, dear. Yeah. Did anybody see that Mario movie? No. I did. All right. We went opening weekend. We were amongst the many who made it like the number one opening ever of anything in recorded film history. Incredible. But yeah, we were there. What's what's your review? Hugely successful. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Okay, of course it was. Of course it was. Here's the thing. It was, so it is modern, like illumination caliber kids movie writing Mm. as we predicted, right? Except it removed how those movies usually have some kind of like darker edge that's there for the parents. That's gone and replaced entirely with Nintendo nostalgia. Uh, And that can get you pretty far, but there is no teeth. And because of that, there's almost no personality to the majority of the movie. It just happens. It just happens. And I started to think about it. We talk about this on the show all the time, right? Mario's boring. Yes. Donkey Kong's boring. It's plastic. This is the perfect Mario movie. Wow. I was going to ask it. you if this was the most personality these characters have ever seen. I mean, ever. yes, because they're talking, <laughs> but it's 
they managed to like give them people who could have imbued them with life and like 85% of the cast chose to not. <laughs> like like it, Chris Pratt is absolute junk. Like <laughs> it was so sure, bad. Of he's he boring. He's lifeless. I don't know why he was there. Just find someone who's going to have some fun with it. Like he did not do a thing. The only reason the anybody anybody's, you know, heard anything out of the movie is because Jack Black was in it. Mm. Because otherwise, all of it's kind of blah. Cranky Kong's funny, mm. but he only has like eight lines, so it doesn't matter. Oof, and yeah, 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 it was just wow. kind of. Yeah. Eh. Seth went and saw it with his girlfriend, and it they, was they, fine. They came back and they said they liked it. It know, was fine. I yeah, they didn't have was I generally positive really because I just it. saw a bunch of Mario stuff? Sure, but it wasn't great or exciting. It just kind of stopped at some point. Like, well, I guess it, to its credit, it can say it's more successful than the original Super it Mario sure movie. It sure was. It was better than that trash heap. But it's I will more say successful that one was at least more movies. inventive. It's more successful um, than most movies by this point. It was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it did. It it did really well. I I'm not mad that I saw it. It wasn't something I was always like. This was a train wreck. It was just like this is super blah. It, and it's, like, it's, it was fun and cute and nice and beautiful looking and right. Right, and, occasional and, chuckles at like '80s, you know, montage of Mario working out and stuff like that. But that is like standard sure, kid movie hilarious. fare. And then, you know, that's the thing that there's, there, there are are still families that are looking to go and take their kids to movies, and there's really not that many kids movies that crop up anymore these days. You, nope, you not get, at all. You get one kids movie every six months, maybe. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Few at a so, time, right? So Maybe? yeah, this was this is this was a, a this was the one a and necessary. Like we hadn't and been in the thing. movies in forever, so we knew we were going to go see this one for a bit. We made it out because the kids were off school that week. We went in the afternoon. All four of us went. Like the four of us almost never go see movies, but we went to this one, and it was it was fun. But I don't know. I was more in, entertained by like looking for all the dumb Easter eggs for old people right, than like sure, anything sure. happening in the movie. And it was all it was nonstop references, which I think is fun, but like nothing that makes me like, I don't know, need to see it again or to tell people like, oh, my God, it's going to it's going to shock you with how much better it is than you think it's going to be. No, it's just it was fine. It's it's a nice Mario movie, but eh, a little blah. They do a little post credit thing. I'm sure they want to do more of them. Why not? Why not? It's fun. It's it's positive pleasant family stuff they could do more with it maybe they'll have more fun with it in the second movie where they're not worried about any world building or anything like that um, but I'll, I don't know. i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they will not because now they have to do yoshi and yoshi is even worse than most of the rest of the cast yeah yeah i you know they had keegan michael key he was occasionally funny because he had some fun with the character but they didn't have him do much like after the beginning of the movie he's kind of sidelined so Toad's out of the picture. He's replaced kind of with Donkey Kong for a bit, and he's super boring. Like, he's just Seth Rogen doing Seth Rogen-y things, but, like, <laughs> not in a particularly interesting way. Like, not particularly funny, no edge, just nothing. Just, like, you know, that was it. He was just there. He happened to be playing Donkey Kong. That was it. And I don't know. I just I was hoping for something. I was hoping for, I don't know, anything there that would it would surprise me that uh, they took a chance with it. And it was standard issue stuff. That's all. It was just kind of meh. But, you know, I had fun. Like, uh, going through, you're watching and you're seeing, like, the Duck Hunt duck pop up in a sign in the background. And there's Jumpman cabinet. Oh, cute. Okay, I get that one. 
most people don't. Or like my son would go, what is that? I'm supposed to recognize that, aren't I? So <laughs> yeah. I explain it to him, yeah, right? He's old fine. enough that he knows when he's being referenced He knows, to. yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to be fed nostalgia here and I don't get it, yeah. you know? <laughs> right? But like, you know, cute little references, like the music cues were the most interesting thing to me because they were, you know, they finally end up underground in the sewers and the they're going down further and you see a sign in the background briefly that says one dash two and like the happens like right when that sign pops up. Very cute. Mm. Like, you know, I love that stuff, but it wasn't that playful the whole time. It just kind of happened. So whatever. Hopefully, um, Everybody goes and sees it and enjoys it and has fun and feels warm fuzzies for all the Mario stuff they ever loved. But that is largely what every critic review said about the movie, and they were all right, and and, and they were completely destroyed and, and hated by every uh, Nintendo fan. For, Who for, are always wrong. For, I for will also say to uh, dismiss this film. You know, on that Mario theme, I spent the day with the family in New York City, the Big Pizza Pie. Uh, we were there all day. That's what they always it call was, it. It was great. That's what it's always been called, as we've established here on the show. And we were there and had a great time. We stopped by Nintendo uh, New York, and it was, you know, the kids had never been. It was mm. fun. So we go through, and they're checking out all the tchotchkes. And, you know, there's not a heck of a lot to do there, but it's still no, fun to check in for the first the, the time. The Amiibo display upstairs is great. Yeah, that was great. We had fun, like, nerding through that. Yeah. That was the highlight. Um, and then Anna, my boy, and I were looking at the old consoles and handhelds for a while. And, you know, yeah. again, shared, I, I know you have nostalgia for this. Tell me about it, old person. That kind of <laughs> thing. So that was good. And, uh, you know, I, I grabbed a, KK, a DJ KK t-shirt because that oh, was my want. Right, but right, right. Uh, at the beginning of the store, you open the door, you walk in, and there they are in a protective case. Well-lit, beautiful, leathery. Mario boots. Wow. Right there. Wow. Took my little selfie with them. Wow. I gazed lovingly. It was almost religious to be in the presence of something so iconic. Now, now feel. You cannot think of Mario thinking of those boots. <laughs> now, feel free to spoil this, but is there anything in the movie that would indicate the boots are special enough to be the iconic symbol okay. of Mario? Let me say, I wish I could tell you. That there had been a 15 to 20 minute sequence about the special nature of his boots yeah. and how it helps him become right. Jumpman or why right. they let him stomp on turtles or something like that. This Nothing. is fun. They're just boots. Okay. In fact, I, mean, I don't even need 15 minutes. I would have liked just 15 wow. seconds. If you, if you want a spoiler warning here, because I'm happy to do it, but like it's not much of a spoiler to say that they actually do the thing that we kind of predicted where at the beginning of the movie, the whole it's a me and like overall thing is a total put on. They're just doing it in a commercial to get attention. That's it. Mm. They're trying to draw attention to their plumbing business. Right. So Hilarious. I don't know, like the things that we see as iconic, anything about his outfit, it's established right away. That doesn't really matter. That's not none of that's special to them. The red Wait, and the green, that's not meaningful. It's just there. It's a put on. So they made a monument to his shoes and now we're finding out that it doesn't matter. I know. But here's the secret. The hat, the overalls, the red, the blue, the gloves, they don't matter either. Duh. None of it. Oh, no. None did, of it mattered to them. What did Charles Martinet do in the movie, by the way? Woo-ha! That's it. That's it? Yeah. yeah it's, I did get that. Somebody <laughs> spoiled that one for me where they told me, like, yeah, it shows up for, like, he He's right at the end or seconds. something like that. There's like a there's a crowd scene when they save the day, and there's a guy oh, that looks vaguely like Mario no. in it, and he got to voice him saying yippee or something oh, stupid. no, that's so bad. He got no meaningful part. Oh. He wasn't Mario's crazy uncle. Oh. 
He wasn't, no. Wasn't like no. Mario's dad or anything. Like, no, no. In trial. fact, Mario oh, had an extended so family, great. which actually hinted at some interesting thing, but they only had like a dinner and a half with them, so you don't really get to explore mm. them very much because that could have been an emotional thing. That could have been more powerful. They tried, oh, but I don't know. So Everything, funny. You, you breeze through so much in that movie so quickly that nothing manages to stick. There, you know There's a what? lot happening all the time. I, I'm so glad the Nintendo fans are happy with you know, the fact that it's made a million, billion, zillion dollars. And, I'm happy and, too. And I'm they, glad people, I'm sure it. people but enjoyed there it. There are but... so many examples of where the Nintendo fans had themselves convinced what this movie was going to do. And one of them was after Chris Pratt got the role and then it was announced Ugh. that Charles Martinet was actually going to be in the film. They were convinced he was going to have a major role. They were convinced that he was going to be, you know, actually acting. And then there was all, you know, all this talk of some some poor pundit went out there and said, you wouldn't want to watch two hours of Charles Martinet doing that voice. No, and the fans, I don't want the, to watch an interview of him doing and, it. And the, uncomfortable. The, the fans were all like, no, he's an, he's amazing. He's an, a, a mm. classically trained actor. He could absolutely do two-hour two, uh, two film. And now he didn't even have any lines that he, <laughs> that he would have needed to show up to record that day. They could have just grabbed the source files is what you're telling me. No, he's he's a greeter at Nintendo NY, so I did shake his hand today, but otherwise, <laughs> no. The other one was, of course, Nintendo fans were convinced that we were going to get um, end credits with, you know, like Link and Samus and Star Fox and Kirby. Yeah, I don't know where people uh They, they were convinced there was going to be a... They were going to get this Super Smash yeah. extended universe. That's yeah. not happening, yeah. people. Like, you got Donkey Kong. You're lucky. That was... <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! I love this. I love this. Nah, nah. And they, and they don't, don't even know. don't even have the decency, decency to feel ashamed about this because no, because they no, love the, because they love the movie. <laughs> no, it's a big hit. We love Mario. Everything Nintendo does is great. It's not bad. It's just not particularly great. There's nothing over the top special about it. It's just I don't know. If this movie had like Shazam two'd and flopped, then they would have all come out and said, "Well, if they'd put Star Fox in the end, then it would have been." Then it would have been successful. Needs more Martinet. Yeah, yeah. Well, if Charles Martinet had been allowed to play the role of Mario's father, yeah, then. Oh, that's, right, that's great. sure. I oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Yep. Well, Foreman, what do you have? Oh, very, for the very week? quickly. Um, I was at a a dance competition for like excellent 11 year old girls and younger my uh, one of my niece, one of my nieces was performing you know in this and um you know you know we're dance you know, people i love this you, you know how dance recitals work that's it, it's, it's mm -hmm. they're they're doing a great performance to like a montage of songs from like the 50s for whatever reason and then yeah, sure. and then here comes the hip-hop group they do something a little more modern and then here comes a group right, that's right. something to call me maybe you know um right somebody but, takes like a Lionel Richie song yeah. but it's sung by a woman and super slow and that's a lyrical number. Sure, I know. Yes, yeah, you, you get it. You get it. But like between the on stage performances, the um they were there was just like you'd get a couple a minute or so of some other song just to fill the space, which which I'm sure they were yes. hundred percent accurately licensed to do this. And they weren't just picking <laughs> stuff at random from the iTunes at, library. At my daughter's last competition of the season, between every break some Spice Girl song played. Like, <laughs> unfailingly, it was Spice Girls. And I was jamming yeah, because I yeah. loved that crap back in the day. I was singing along. Brian's like, how do you know all these? I was like, you have no idea. All right. Well, between one, between on one of these breaks, between some performances, I realized, wait a minute, I recognize that. And like, it, you know, it already was a bunch of seconds in. And they, yeah, yeah. they were playing 
a Kingdom Hearts orchestral montage wow. to fill the space. And what's funny is like I've heard this so many times in my life that like it barely registered because I'm always hearing Kingdom Hearts music. And then <laughs> I went, wait a minute, I'm hearing Kingdom Hearts music now here with real people with re- in a room full of you know largely old people that yeah. uh, <laughs> that just got Outside done watching little people. little girls dance to um uh, rock around the clock i mean <laughs> and now i'm <laughs> now i'm hearing the, the 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 orchestral version of simple and clean from kingdom hearts <laughs> and that was that was uh, that was pretty wild <laughs> uh, i want to know how the dj got that into their playlist i love that that's great it was definitely provided. They did not have that ready to go. Just a, or a super cool nerd was there and just used that to fill some space. Right. I will wow. be. I'll be tap dancing to the Spear of Justice track from the Undertale soundtrack. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and with that, we come to an end of episode four eighty three. Until next time. Bye. We're out. Woo ha! Thanks for listening. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Madias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. They couldn't even pay Charles Martinet on Fiverr to do enough lines for the Mario movie. You like the worst stuff.